You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Episode, another yep. day. Welcome to the Hunt for a Paranormal, mm-hmm. and I am Mike taking the reins of this damn show finally again. But yeah, I am Mike, and we have Jose oh. Aaron. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Chilling it's kind of weird for you not being a host, nice. huh? Like right? <laughs> no, no, I feel, I feel pretty comfortable. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. it's gonna rotate once in a while. Yeah, it has yeah. to. All right, guys. So conspiracy theories continuing on with the month. Yep. So now we're gonna talk about some theories on movies. Yeah, and I found quite a few ones. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot. Like that the, off earlier. the one that actually threw me off, got me not threw me off, but got me really, 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 like oh shit, mm-hmm. it's the Aladdin one. Yeah, <laughs> no, like literally I heard it before. And yeah. um, what's the other one? Peter Pan. Yeah, that's when he whispers that little thing when he's taking. No, it no, no, no. Like, it is a whole completely different spectrum of what you're thinking. Okay. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Titanic one, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right, I, I haven't heard the Titanic stuff, so that's, yeah. that should be fun. Yeah, yeah. So who starts it off? Me or you guys? Um, yeah, you should. Oh, you already entered it. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, why not? You can do it. All right, let's do the Titanic one, because that one kind of was like... No, that one's super interesting. Super interesting. So someone has a theory that Jack is a time traveler, <laughs> which I don't understand why until I read it. So people say it pretty much like it. the theory of it, Jack um, is actually a time traveler who was sent back in time to make sure Rose survived. Um, do, actually, technically doesn't commit suicide um, by jumping off the Titanic. Oh, okay. So if she does, the ship will have, uh, will have to stop, thus preventing hitting the iceberg, blah, 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 blah. So it was meant, supposed to happen. Oh, God. All right. So that the tragedy. E- yeah, that tragedy. So the evidence behind that, one, he didn't have money to buy the ticket. Because uh, uh, from that time period, yeah, all right. Uh, so he gambles for his ticket, yeah. And then he mentioned landmarks that were nowhere around during 1912. So pretty much like <laughs> Lake Wasoda and Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. Plus his haircut didn't match during the time uh, during that time frame as well, and his backpack uh, during that era. Hence he's from mm-hmm. the future, and his only mission is to make sure Rose survives. That's why he is so concerned with her mere seconds after meeting her. So that's a theory of that. I have mm. a theory. Ah. That he's his own grandfather. So he's yeah. still time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be interesting. But would that affect it? Because Rose ends up changing her last name to Dawson. True. But they didn't really give like really super detail about yeah. that theory itself. So right now this is like speculative on well, us, what we think now. Mm-hmm. It, it fits up pretty nicely, and it's always like it's always fun to play with them. But you know, it is a movie, so that's more yeah. things of uh, 
with the, the the dress or the people that make the, the clothing and things like that or the hairdressers that, they're the ones that messed up when it came to well, those true, little things but it does make it bring up a good point though because but like, if the director's really like trying to put that in that exactly. is fun yeah. <laughs> you know like, so that's it's a, different it's, it's, it's out there yeah it's really yeah. There's out a, there the, also the other thing that where people were joking around where uh, how Jack like fell into the like was in the water froze went down yeah, and then yeah. he thawed out and that's like the beginning of like Inception and shit like that Actually, I didn't hear that one. That was actually yeah. pretty interesting. Because though. he's in the water and all that stuff. He comes out like, "Oh my god!" So he's like, "Fuck Captain America!" Yeah, fucking thought thought out. That. Right, no, yeah. <laughs> Three thousand years later, they find him and right. <laughs> so, so that's for the Titanic. What you got, Jose? I was about the Omen, the Exorcist, oh, and cool. the Poltergeist supposedly being cursed. Black I heard of the, the yeah. been cursed. I don't know about the Omen was yeah, cursed, like, but yeah. Pretty much um, anything involving. Yeah. Type into Google the title of the movies mentioned above to see like all this stuff. So followed by the word curse and you'll be faced with more spooky stories than you can shake with a pale quivering finger finger up. A documentary was made about the terrible fates that met some filmmakers involved in the making of 1976 horror thriller The Omen. Some were hit by lightning. Others narrowly oh. avoided being blown up by terrorist bombs. What the? While special effects artist John Richardson was involved in a terrible car accident in which his girlfriend was killed. Oh, shit. There are similar stories of unholy fates and accidents surrounding the exorcist, while the use of real human skeletons on the set of 1982's Poltergeist is said to have led to a curse of its own, resulting in the premature deaths of various cast members. Yeah, the, the little I, girl. I, I knew that like a bunch of people died, but I didn't know they had actually real. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know they actually had like real, real shit in the culture guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking the ones you see in the, so the maybe, ground. Were yeah. they like yeah. the ones that they actually like buried up? Like, oh shit, let's just use these. Probably yeah. shit, yeah. dude. Because <laughs> that is like the legends of the curse are, of course, as old as storytelling. In 1920s, the discovery of King Tutankhamun's tomb was said to have resulted in the deaths yeah. of these of those involved, including Lord. Canavaron, who financially backed it, closer inspect- inspection of the legend, however, are revealed. Which Mike uh, went over all the details of that, I believe, in uh, Hunt for the Cursed. Yeah, it seems like episode five or yeah. six, yeah. one of those two. And like uh, the notion that movies <laughs> such as The Omen and The Exorcist and Poltergeist have a curse hanging over them implies that in the <laughs> process of producing them, the filmmakers had somehow stirred up an ancient evil. But surely, if the devil were to to bring his fury down on a group of filmmakers, he'd choose the people behind, say, Big Mama's like father, like son instead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. I mean, those are pretty bad movies. But yeah. the Omen, I, I like the all the Omen, the old school Omen movies. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Well, that's really actually, <laughs> when I first watched the, the original Omen, my mom decided that that would be the day she told me the whole Revelation story of... Uh, the earth opening up, scorpion <laughs> men coming out, and the branding of people and, like, everything. <gasps> so, yeah, that's the day I learned to pray every night. And that, <laughs> I have a feeling that that's the reason why these things are cursed, because it, like, if evil exists and if it is in, like, a form, yeah. then the best thing it can do is convince you that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Because yeah, that if that's sense. the case, then what do you have to yeah. fear? Yeah. You know? um, Chris actually sent us a thing about the poltergeist right Ooh, now. Nice. Uh, in 1982, <laughs> yeah. he's on it. I know. He's on fact it. Check I know the little girl died of like yeah. uh, she got pneumonia. Like, uh, at some yeah. point. And it's then like, the older sister yeah. in the movie, she died like weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in one scene, 
in the film, Brother Robbie, played by Oliver Robbins, yeah. has a poster for Super Bowl 22 in his room, which would take place six years later in 1988. O'Rourke, Wait, what? O'Rourke <laughs> died the day after Super Bowl 22 in San Diego, the same city where the game took place. No fucking way. Yeah. That, wow. Yeah, dude. That what the fuck? Dude, that's wow. What are, what are the odds of something like that actually happening? It's like a hundred to one, dude. What? Right. Of that that being shown <clears throat> in a movie. In, in the movie, and then all of a sudden, oh, okay, a few days later, here, let's see. Very. I don't know that, yeah. that. Yeah, like I said, it's like a hundred to one to something like that that happened. Like you see something on on some kind of media, and then all of a sudden, boop. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's very true. Because, like, imagine, like, one, all the movies made. Two, all the movies made with no accidents compared yeah. to movies with accidents. And then the movies with accidents with deaths. Yeah. And then compared to the, these movies, like The Exorcist, who had multiple deaths. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's like on that on that same yeah. aspect of, of him on the, on the Super Bowl happening and then him, mm-hmm. him dying. Like, the one is, like, <laughs> super, like, popular. Well, it's not super popular because it also did happen it's mm-hmm. like a big um impact to what happened is when mm. arnold schwarzenegger became governor of california <laughs> yeah and who fucking predicted that demolition man <laughs> did he yeah he was he was the governor he was the governor and became president of the united states oh shit maybe that's why they didn't let him run for president exactly I mean, that and like legal reasons so yeah that too so but yeah he um it was like they had he had like a like a hall of Arnold Schwarzenegger and mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock was selling it to Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And he's like, what? Arnold Schwarzenegger became president? That's then, so weird. And then she's so. like, yeah. He was he was governor of California and then they changed the laws for him to become president. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. holy what shit. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have happened. It, it was close. <laughs> yeah, it was close. And people so. were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. they were. So, Ooh, it was a cool one. so movie predicted of him being a fucking governor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to bring it back to the the Exorcist, I have an article here from Bloomhouse.com. Okay. Uh, pretty much saying there was eight eight reasons of why it was cursed. Uh, first off, is that the movie was based off William Blatty's book um, that was a, a real boy. Yeah. Who was cursed? Um, I think it was Zozo the demon or something like that. Okay. That he used the Ouija board mm-hmm. and, and he was possessed. They actually had had a Exorcist to get him cleared and they asked the writer to change it to a, a girl just to protect the child's like identity okay, 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 okay. it's been so long it's already out yeah um so shooting was delayed on set um fi- uh, the set caught fire before it even started shooting well it was supposed to be mcneil's home the the priest uh-huh. so the director william blamed the incident on a winged creature with talons it turns out a pigeon flew into the circuit board's and caught on fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> so almost everything was destroyed except Reagan's room. That, you know, Jesus. they have the, the energy in that. fucking crazy. So, like, uh, they don't know if it is, like, supernatural or not, but it is pretty creepy that her room didn't catch. That is pretty fucking creepy. And then uh, <laughs> number three, during the filming, actress Ellen uh, Burstyn, who played Reagan's mother, was actually injured. Uh, when possessed Reagan throws her off the bed and she hits the ground and like yeah. that scream that you hear is actually her in pain because they use that scene from it. Oh, okay, yeah. it's so real. Fuck. So that like you'll you'll that, next time you watch it, it's like one of the first scenes where she starts to go a little the crazy. Curling runs in. Yeah. Oh and, shit. And it zooms in on her face and they actually just all got it and she had like injuries to her back from like that still bugger to this Jesus. day. Fuck. So whether if that was a curse or just like bad regulations back then in the seventies, you know. 
because a lot I of mean, things was, changed. Wasn't there a thing too where like that priest actually en- the actual priest ended up dying or something? Yeah, that's coming up very soon. Uh, yeah. Four chances are good that any film take over a year to complete with the associations with bad accidents, but the extras uh, has a few deaths. Actor Jack McGowan, 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 yeah, uh, and Vaziklicky. Oh, damn, man, these <laughs> names. What's that one? You see that? Yeah, exactly. Vas- uh, Vasiliki. Vasiliki. There you go. Vasiliki. Probably Italian, right? Uh, both died while oh. the film was in post-production. So not during it, but right, right after, after, before it released. Oh, wow. um, what makes their death strange is that their characters uh, died in the film. So this one, the first guy, was yeah. the director of the movie that was in the movie mm-hmm. that was working with the mother. Oh, shit. And he was the one who was thrown from the window. Oh, yeah, and that's right. That, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He ended up dying later on. And I believe the... I forget who the other guy was, uh, but I believe it might have been the priest that jumped out the window. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and then they actually uh, gave him the okay to make a second one. And <laughs> yeah, and, um, and a third. Uh, and I assume that like shit happened on those too. Oh, I'm assuming so. Yeah. But back on the whole um, aspect of mm-hmm. um, of what's her name um, receiving her back injuries. Um, yeah, no, I think regulations for that was like very, very. I'd say gray. Mm-hmm. So, because even um, the movie when they did um, Helen Keller, yeah, of that movie, the two actresses, the one who played the uh, the teacher and the one who played Helen Keller, yeah, yeah, like they on that on that scene when they were fucking fighting each other, yeah. like they literally have bruises on each other, and they're like, and so I guess some parts they actually have like pillows to cushion some of the blows that they <laughs> yeah. to each other, but they um, they had like bruised ribs and they were. Being the fuck up. Well, that's how I, I hear that. I saw a panel on the Friday the Thirteenth with the first movie where they like wrestle and they oh, fight. Yeah, yeah they, they got down, and it was funny because the old lady who plays Mrs. Voorhees, yeah. she was just like very sweet in yeah. between, and like, oh, I think we got it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No, but I think, but all fucked up. Now nah, yeah. I think they just they. Like, more safety, yeah. yeah. But it's they like do a lot fighting. more safety, and like the insurance for all that oh, stuff yeah. is, is way up, way out there. Last oh. time they're like, "All right, have at it." No, oh, yeah, roll just fuck them up. Just yeah. fuck them up. I think we got enough. Hit <laughs> yeah. them with everything you got. So but. with the Exorcist, uh, there was actually more deaths too. Linda Blair's grandfather died, and then Max von uh, Sydow's brother died on the first day of shooting. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. So also while filming, uh, the son of Jason Miller, who played the father, Damien Karras, uh, was nearly killed when a motorcycle hit him. Yeah, and that 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 guy too, uh, the the guy who played the priest, I believe. After that, another son got hit in another accident. Holy um, fuck! While yeah. filming the the possession scenes, Linda was thrown out of bed by a, pi- a piece of rigging that broke. So this is when she was getting slammed yeah. up and down. That actually went too hard and it messed up her bag to this day. Uh, she still talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Holy shit! After that, the people started hearing about the curse. Um, yeah. And she started getting death threats from people while shooting. Why? So what? Why? Because people didn't want to make this movie. They thought it was in case and evil. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, you got the whole like, religion. There was two televangelists. Yeah. They were saying like everything. This this is an evil movie. Can't watch, See, that's can't fucking weird though. All these Christians and all these things are trying to are putting out death threats, which that's not very Christian. Yeah, no, it's not very much Christian, so. like. Fucking dumbasses. Okay, so that uh, so for six months she had to have an escort, like in bodyguards. Uh, I don't blame her. Fuck, man. In yeah. 1987, actress uh, Mercedes, uh, who played the voice of Pazuzu, um, was a victim of a horrific tragedy when her son murdered his wife and children before taking his own life. Yeah, so pretty much almost 
everybody had so, to homicide, really think. People snap. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Many believe that the actual film was cursed and that playing it through the projector was an invitation for demonic possession. Televangelist uh, Billy Graham uh, st- uh, stated, there is a power of evil in the film, in the fabric of the film itself. Uh, when it is was first released, the film was banned in every Middle Eastern country but Lebanon. And on oh, the yeah. re-release, it was banned in Lebanon. So during Roman premiere, audiences had to fight their way through the torrential uh, downpour accompanied by thunder and lightning in order to get out of the theater. Many inside claimed to hear horrific, almost demonic cries um, coming from outside once the film started. <laughs> yeah. And then at one showing, a woman was so frightened that she passed out in the theater and broke her jaw when she fell. She later sued the filmmaker, suggesting that the subliminal messaging caused her uh, to have the accident. Warner Brothers settled out of court and an undisclosed amount. Yeah. Okay. So they made her. Yeah. No, but some of these things, especially in that kind of time era, especially during that time era, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just fucking people. Well, people talk. were losing their shit in oh, yeah. all the theaters. Well, that's my thing, though. It's like, it's kind of fucking stupid. It's like like a lot of the TV evangelist fucking people, when yeah. they're like, oh, I blessed you, and then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Top of the thing is like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Fucking really? It's like, really? or, well, like, some video, this, uh, this another TV evangelist fucking guy was whacking people with his jacket. Like, oh, yeah, I love that one. That one's so great. It was like, he's like on a fucking 99 combo streak. <laughs> and the man, and like, just get ready. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's a, I'm not going to get too religious. Fuck this. Yeah. Anyways, so. Can't get too, too yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, um, people believe what they need to believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, just a quick one for um, Peter Pan. Yeah. Most people know this. Peter Pan is actually the angel of death. <laughs> so. That's the, actually my angel. Because it's assigned to October 26th, uh, Scorpio, and my uh, planet right. Pluto. There's a St. Peter, right? Mm? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Um, so, theory, Peter Pan is actually the, uh, actually an angel that holds hands with kids <laughs> as they pass on to the next life. Okay. So, they always stay Neverland. children. Yeah. Exactly. So, evidence is, is kind of lengthy. So, Or it could even be like the Christian aspect of like uh, children that were like dead before they yeah. had their... So, uh, pretty much he's a guardian angel and he's just guarding them to the, yeah, to so the ways of heaven. Yeah, so is and then also because they never grew up, so quote unquote they're dead, like the Lost Boys the and shit like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but that the, makes sense. The one actually was actually interesting because I didn't really thought about it until I fucking read it. Yeah. Aladdin, the whole movie actually takes place in the future. Like what year? Okay, so the theory Aladdin is actually set in ten thousand three hundred A.D. So <laughs> evidence. The genie calls Aladdin's clothes, so third century, right? And then since we all, uh, since we know the genie has been locked in the lamp for ten thousand fucking years, so it makes it ten thousand three hundred years. All right. So it also explains why the genie makes so many current pop culture references throughout the whole fucking movie. Oh <laughs> yeah. A more uh, a more expanded version of this theory as that the magic carpet isn't actually magic is actually it's technological a, yeah, device a future a futuristic hover technology hmm. and Iago doesn't talk just because it's a Disney film he talks because humans have created technology to make it so their pets can communicate with their owners but Raja doesn't talk that's the same thing we fucking said yeah. I mean, same with like uh, and Apu barely 
mumbles yeah. Yeah, some yeah. things. Maybe those they're in the phase of like okay. Well, one he was can't a talk. street rat, so maybe his device. Yeah, was all that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but then Roger was that's true. Uh, uh, there you go. In the palace, though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But my well, you know what? Go. I'll say it's a no. cat though. Cats are so, little bastards. Yeah, they, are. they don't want to learn you know, shit. They're like, well, I'm not gonna talk to you. Yeah, you exactly. It's like fuck you. Fuck eat this. No. What you got next, bro? That's funny. Mine is uh, about The Omen, 1976. Uh, during filming, uh, Donner's Hotel was bombed by the IRA. Yes. Uh, Peck almost boarded a flight during a trip to Israel. One of the lo- <laughs> locations during the shoot uh, that... Oh, yeah, during the shoot, that, that's when uh, he went on that trip. And uh, so that, that flight that he boarded, it crashed and killed everyone. Several animal handlers were attacked and injured. Peck's son, John, Jonathan Peck, committed yeah. suicide several months before filming began. Oh, shit. Following the production, special effects director John Richardson and his assistant Liz Moore were involved with a serious car accident that depicted or that decapitated Moore. The gruesome incident, which happened on Friday the 13th, 1976, mirrors, uh, mirrors one of the Omen's most violent scenes, also a decapitation. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ah. What? <laughs> Paparazzi. There's a ghost. If anything, you can put it on uh, which uh, on uh, manual, like put it all the way up to, to video, and then just put it on, uh, just leave it there. Yeah, on the, like, put it on uh, M. Holy shit! And just put it all the way up to That's video. Crazy. So does, yeah. Well, we got yeah, a so Friday the Thirteenth actually coming up next month in October. Is that I'm the so the new excited. one? Oh. No, Friday the 13th. No, the oh, actual, the actual yeah. Yeah. On a Halloween. Yeah. Well, they're going to be releasing the, the hard copy of the yeah. game on Friday the 13th as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be... I'm actually... But I always love I love that Friday day. the 13th. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I even, like, with when I found out that the angel of death was my angel, I looked in to see what my lucky numbers were. One yeah. of them was 13. You know why Friday the 13th is bad luck? Why? Because the Vatican Church said so. Because yeah. on that day, I forgot what year. Actually, it happened in October, so this is the actual fucking day, yeah. the actual anniversary, where the Knights of the Templars were massacred. Oh, sh- yeah. Yep. So, so, they, so just because they had a bad day. <laughs> oh, it was bad, dude. Yeah, it, was, it was horrible. Oh, well, it was horrible. They, the church said, do this in the name of God, and you'll be fine. So mm-hmm. they did a bunch of shit that was technically against the, against the, uh, the religion itself, yeah. like... Acts of homosexuality, desecrating yeah. the crucifix, everything like that. I'm like, okay, cool. But the Knights of the Templar kept all the fucking dirty secrets of the Vatican. And they were getting too strong. So the Vatican's like, well, fuck. We need to wipe them out. So yeah. they called King, I think, Louis the Thirteenth. Hey, they're doing this to the fucking, to the, for the church is desecrating. So brings his armies, wipes them out. Mm-hmm. So now, theory of it, too. Conspiracy. Here we go. It ties in. Yeah. Some of the, the surviving members of the Knights of the Templar actually Illuminati. passed on, not the Illuminati, they passed on their teachings and whatnot, cross over during the colonial times, and help form the Freemasons. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Now I thought the Freemasons were the Illuminati. Nah. Well, not not yeah. necessarily. It's like a, they kind of like there was like a section that kind of like branched off of them. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much the, the Masons is just a help men. The uh, pretty much ever uh, pretty much the human race to to be progressively mm-hmm. better yeah. for themselves. Yeah. But are they a little secretive? Yes, but you can almost anybody can get into it. You just gotta yeah. be in a sense a referral program. Say, like, hey, I want this guy to join the Freemasons. Yeah. They're like, okay, cool. Then, boop, 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 but then, boop, boop, like, once you get to like, what is it, the 
32nd degree or stuff like that. Like once you get higher to a certain degree in the the Freemasons, that's when it starts getting more into like the in-depth political like yeah. agendas and stuff. Of, <laughs> of like so. that's that can be a whole episode on its own, man. That, yeah. that that digs so deep, and there's so many different perspectives on what they think is going on with the Illuminati and the Freemasons and all the other the Bilderbergs and yeah. Rothschilds and all that stuff. Which it's, we already have. A, I forgot what month, but we already have a month dedicated for secret societies. And yes, shit. we do. What month is that? I don't um, remember. Not I sure. don't know. <laughs> but we'll figure. I mean, out that's be, at the end of the episode, we'll we'll read we'll off like what what the theme yeah. is going to be for each. So, month. besides that little small side tangent, uh, the Knights of the Templar. What you got next? Uh, I got the Innkeepers. It's a horror movie made in 2011. Never heard um, of it. Pretty much, it's this yeah, is the same guy I believe who made Hatchet. If you've seen that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, I like that mm-hmm. movie. Um, pretty much. So when they were making their first movie called The The Devil's House, I believe it's called. Um, okay. It's on, it's on Amazon, I believe. Um, they were staying at this hotel. Mm-hmm. So when they were at this hotel, they had a lot of like weird experiences. And then that actually, they had so many experiences that it inspired them to make the movie The Innkeepers where they made, filmed it at that same hotel. Oh, shit. So okay. here's the story. Uh, filmed at this reportedly the haunted hotel at the Yankee Peddler Inn. In Torrington, Connecticut. Okay. The innkeeper's director, Ty West, uh, was skeptical about the strange occurrences uh, during the making of his movie. Still creepy stories from the set became a focus of the press from an interview with West. Um, I'm a skeptic, so I don't really buy it. Okay. But I've definitely... Oh, this is what no, 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 no. Okay. I've <laughs> uh, definitely seen uh, doors close by themselves. I've seen the TV turn on and off um, by itself. Lights would always burn out in my room everyone on the crew has very vivid dreams every night which is really strange um the one story that is the most intriguing to me in the film the most haunted room in the honeymoon suite uh, was the honeymoon suite that's where the ghost stuff started in the hotel the only reason i i picked the room that i picked to shoot in uh, was because it was big enough to do a dolly shot Mm-hmm. Um, no more thought went into it other than the pure technical reasons. So when uh, we're finishing the movie, I, I find out that the most haunted room in real life is the room I picked to be in. Um, <laughs> it could be a coincidence, but it's a weird... Uh, yeah. oh, so that that turned out to be the same movie they, they were shooting yeah. in to be the most haunted room. So like an intuit- intuition kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He saw that. So, like, Sarah Paxton would wake up in the middle of the night thinking someone was in the room with her. Everyone has stories, but I was um, busy saying, let's shoot this. We have 17 days. So, yeah, they just had a lot of Yeah, there's there's one here about uh, Rosemary's Baby, but uh, do Mm -hmm. you have one? Yeah, um, the one, actually, the one me were like, oh. Oh, yeah. Um, This is, and it actually gets me thinking, it's actually pretty fucking bitching. Uh, I'm a very, very big fan of the movie The Rock. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much is it The Rock. John Mason is James Bond. Yeah. So, theory. Here's the theory with it. Sean Connery's <laughs> character is actually James Bond himself. He was caught spying in America and spends a big chunk of his life in the prison, uh, in prison for the crime. Evidence? Well, one, obviously he's a fucking badass. Come on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but also in the movie, the FBI uh, director, FBI director Walmack, says this about Mason. This man does not exist... In the United States or Great Britain. Duh, mm-hmm. because he's James Bond and is actually a code name. Plus, the time frame more or less would match up with Connery's first appearance in Dr. No in 1962. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it could happen. I can see it. I can see it happen. I can see it happen. A little, little crossover stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of dig it and whatnot, but yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I can dig it. What you got, brother? Uh, this one's uh, Rosemary's Baby, 1968. Ooh. Anton LaVey was rumored to play the devil in Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby, which never happened. But the Black Pope was friends with a Messonite, Suzanne Atkins, who played a role in the murder of Polanski's pregnant wife, Sharon Tate. Producer William Castle received threatening letters following the film's release. One read, Bastard, like bastard, believer of uh, witchcraft, worshiper at the shrine of Satanism. My prediction is you will slowly rot during a long and painful illness, Damn. which you have brought upon yourself. Yeah. Castle suffered from, del- from del- delirium. De- Debilitating health issues soon after, which convinced him the movie was cursed. During one emergency room visit, he reportedly screamed, Rosemary, for God's sake, drop the knife. Composer Krasistov Kometa died of a mysterious brain injury after filming. Wait, this is the same guy that's saying that, like, oh, those of you believe in witchcraft and stuff? No, I, I guess supposedly, they, well, they, they accused him of, like, believing in witchcraft and all that shit. And they, that person oh, said that you're going to die crazy. of a mysterious, like, illness. So they cursed so his what ass. The yeah, they, fuck? they pretty much cursed his ass. Gosh. So you gotta be careful with your words. Yeah. Every yeah. thought is a prayer, every word is a spell. Holy oh, shit. Definitely. Well, how so many times got, does that happen to you when you say something and then it happens? Well, my mom like, did that. My mom did exactly that all like the that. time when I was a kid, just uh, like playing outside, be like rollerblading or skating or something like that. And he's like, I'd be doing it for hours. Yeah. And after, as soon as she's like, don't do that, you're going to get hurt. No, I'll be fine. Quack, you get hurt. And well, you're yeah. like, man, like maybe it's because just subconsciously like, like, they yeah. put that in your head. So you, yeah, start, right. you, you start thinking about it without even really That's a pos- thinking about well, it. Well, even one of my first like car accidents, dude, like I, I would take my dad's car out. This was before mm-hmm. like when we That's why they would say like the whole knock on wood type thing. And yeah. we'd be fine and stuff. And he told me his grandma was the biggest jinx. She would say one thing and boom, it happened. Mm-hmm. But he was like right before I left out, like he didn't say anything before. I already knew how to do the insurance and everything with the car accident would happen. Yeah. And he like literally here, let me show you what to do if a car accident happens right before yeah. I left. Just on just that in day. Case. And yeah, it happened just that in night. Case yeah. Well it's like me when I fucking chip fractured my ankle skateboarding. Yeah. I was Ooh. like heading to I forgot where I was going. And I was like on the sidewalk. I was like, that would kinda suck if I fucked myself up pretty bad. <laughs> and what happens? Fucking it's a deja vu, or maybe in a no, I, I, possibly. Well, you but saw it coming. No, I no. didn't see it coming. I just it pretty much all breaks down is that these guys were on the fucking sidewalk. I was skateboarding, and they didn't want to get out of my way. So and so I was like, "Fuck!" So I was about to jump off of my skateboard, mm-hmm. and I hit a bump, and I flew off into oncoming trap uh, on the street. Yeah. And so on that same process, I tried to. I was like, "Fuck." Did a quick tumble roll in a sense, and then I try to stop my skateboard going to uh, uh, on the other side of the road for mm-hmm. on uh, so it doesn't get ran over. Mm-hmm. So on that same process, I stepped on it, twisted my left ankle, rolled, <laughs> and the best part ever in slow motion, my on I had a side pocket on my backpack, my rocks, uh, my Red Bull flew out, and <laughs> I caught it <laughs> mid air and rolled. And Jeez. the fucked up part, no one didn't bother helping me, but like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they look at me. I'm Pretty like, kid. yeah, right. So, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like limping. I'm like, fuck. So I lay down on the grass, and all of a sudden, someone actually helped me. Fucking <laughs> drove me home. Yeah. And then, pretty much short story short, it was swollen, and I was like, you know, I'll be fine. 
If it gets worse, mm-hmm. I'll go to the doctor next day. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking purple. Ow. I was like, fuck. So yeah. I go to the damn hospital, uh, to the ER, and they're like, oh, yeah, you fractured it. I was fucking pissed. Oh, I'd be too, man. And everybody's like, why are you mad? I'm like, for all this stupid shit I'd done as a kid. Yeah. And then all my years and in, in the six years I was in the Army, never broke a bone. Yeah. Mm. And then now, fucking just skateboarding. Well, it's like uh, when I was in ninth grade and broke my collarbone. Oh, uh, the yeah. biggest thing when you're snowboarding is that you never call it your last run. Oh, yeah. Right? You never say, okay, this is going to be our last one because usually that's when people get hurt. Yeah. It's like breaking you know, a leg in theater just, and stuff. Yeah, my cousin straight up just did that. He's like, all right, guys, let's make this one count. It's going to be our last run. Yep, I tried to cut into a different uh, run and <laughs> I caught a chunk of ice in between, flipped over, landed on my collarbone. I didn't know it was broken at the time. Because uh, I sat down, I was like, man, I can't really move my arm. Yeah. So I got on my knees, popped up, rode down a little bit more, and ate shit again, fell, and really like felt it this time. I'm like, yeah, I think it's broken. Did like, another, like a good. girl like fucking ate shit? Right oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was sitting there, and this chick, I just hear just, oh my God. And I look, and she just ate shit hard. <laughs> like, she felt bad. And she ended up, uh, actually, like after, she ended up breaking her wrist. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she ended up breaking her wrist on that fall. When, like, the ski lift came, I'm like, nah, just take her. I'll, I'll write it down. I'll walk down. <laughs> but, yeah, she ended up uh, breaking her wrist. Oh, and she was hot. Shit. Like, yeah, she was, she was a cutie. Nice. So me and her were both in there getting checked. I put, got put in a sling, still had snowball fights with my little my cousins and nieces and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, the first doctor was like, uh, he's like, oh, no, you know, it's it's just a hairline fracture. And then I actually go to another another guy, an actual specialist, and he's like, they said it was a hairline fracture. I was like, yeah. like, no, look at your x-rays. And a hairline fracture is like that with yeah. just a little crack in it. No, this thing was just straight up. I'm like, oh. yeah, that's not a hairline fracture. Like, I can feel it like poking up. Oh, damn. Yeah, they have to put that bra on pretty much. Like, yeah. Shoulder strap and just. Yep. And you feel it go click, click back in place. That, yeah, that my nephew had that broken. So, yeah, I think I think uh, those little jinx type things are, are real. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you just jinx the run or you jinx this. That's like Aaron said, you know, the whole break don't or you say break a leg instead of good luck. Oh know? yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like even the uh, in the military thing, mm-hmm. like you don't say a certain shit, you know, or you fucking will jinx yeah. it. Like um, uh, one of my favorite movies, like it's fucking hilarious. Hmm. And he's like, they're flying a helicopter, and he's like, oh god, yeah, we're gonna make it. And everyone's like, you idiot. It's like fuck. Like, now you jinxed go. us. Like, Wait, what is that? Yeah, you just fucking jinxed us. Now we're going to die and the fucking helicopter just starts failing. Yeah. And he's dude. like, oh, uh, save us. Like, I can't believe how fucking fat, fat, fucking fat y'all you are. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like what the fuck? And they land it. He's like, yeah. they should throw him out. So it was That's funny. how you get rid of jinx. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you throw out the cursed object. Throw, throw uh, you guys throw got any more? Oh, there's, uh, well, there's plenty on this. Chris uh, actually side. pulled up an interesting fact. We were talking about Saint Peter yeah, being yeah. like the angel of death and stuff, and he was saying that Saint Peter was found, uh, founded the church. He was crucified upside down. Interesting. Yeah, can you pull up more stuff on that? Or like, well, or why were people crucified upside down to begin with? Do you know well, that? He, yeah, he was um, right. Jesus was he's a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And he was trying to start a church, which was pretty much critiquing the Roman church. So he was uh, so persecuted. It's kind of like a mock uh, Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And to so mock you him, think they, they flipped him. Yeah, because so maybe that's because he was a supporter of Jesus. So maybe wow. that's the reason why a lot of people in the satanic world like flip the, the, the cross thing upside, upside down. down. Yeah. It's an insult. It's yeah. an insult. Oh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, that's still uh, yeah, fucked that up. But yeah, I didn't know that. That's that, cool. is, that is very, very messed up. Poor Peter. Fuck, man. <laughs> Shit. 
But that's that's what happens though when you go against someone's like religion, they get oh, extremely yeah. pissed oh, off. Any, to well, now yeah, yeah. especially any opposition, fucking day yeah. now. But it's gonna be happening uh, a lot in, more. Uh, I don't in Psycho in uh, <laughs> 1960, the 1960 uh, Psycho. That was such a good movie. Uh, Myra Jones, aka Myra Davis, was the uncredited body double stand-in for the Psycho star Jeanette Leigh during the making of Hitchcock's 1960 film. A handyman named Kenneth Dean Hunt, who was supposedly a Hitchcock. A, Obsessive murdered her. Really? Mm. Creep. Damn. Yeah, dude. There's stuff about the Amityville horror. I know. There's I, stuff about the possession yeah, the, in 2012. There's. I think uh, we the discussed that with the, the grandma who got the possession, uh, the wick, the yeah. wick box, and she had the heart attack. We talked about that on the possessed items. Yeah. Episode. That's wow. I didn't oh, know that one. All right. We I were talking about uh, exorcism of uh, Emily Rose That's also. Kind of, yeah, we were. Which is right. why uh, the same thing they say in that movie that the reason why the, the devil doesn't want this trial going out, the reason why they didn't want him doing it is that, you know, evil wants to be left hidden. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these things are called like black magic or whatever. Black just insights hidden within the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so Dexter star Jennifer Carpenter, the chick who played Emily Rose, yeah. mm-hmm. reported that during the making of the ex of Emily Rose, in which she played a a big screen uh, version of German woman, and Elise Michael, whose poor health and subsequent death was blamed on failed a failed exorcism, her radio would mysteriously turn on and off uh, from an interview, and it's like question a common question when making a film like this: Did anything weird happen during the film during filming? And she replied. I thought about it. I thought about that when it happened, and two or three times when I was going to sleep, my radio came on by itself. The only time it scared me was once it was really loud, and it was Pearl Jam's "Alive." <laughs> and she started laughing. <laughs> Laura's TV came on uh, like a couple times. The question at three a.m. She's like, "Mine wasn't at three a.m. I was born at three a.m., but that just happened to be a coincidence." I checked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's kind yeah. of fucking. That's weird. That. The, the the big thing, yeah. The 3M doesn't yeah. necessarily mean like a, a bad thing or an inside an insult yeah. against the the three. Yeah. Um. It's just it's just the point in the time where most people are asleep, so there's yeah. less uh shit en- happening, like, fire energy, less than, yeah, things going mm-hmm. on. Everything's quiet and calm, and that's the best moment to be able to hear the other side or yeah. feel or, or yeah. for them to reach out. Like so. one, one thing that was weird, it wasn't like paranormal. It just kind of creeped me out. Just yeah. the factor. Because you, have you guys seen a uh, 1408? When he's in the hotel room. Yes, yes, that's such a good. That was a very good movie. Well, you know that song by the Carpenters, right? It's only just begun. Yes. Like I was just driving down this one dark road, just driving, just by myself, like going home, and probably like one or two in the morning. And of course, I turn on like the radio, just playing, and I don't know what song was on, but then all of a sudden, it's only just begun. White lace and promises. I was like, oh, change the station. Like, <laughs> no, the, I was like, dude, if it switches back to this song, I'm going to be extremely freaked out. The, the, got me freaked the out one that fucking freaked me out was when I was driving through Oregon and mm-hmm. it, into Washington. And I had a spot that you couldn't get. There was like no ser- uh, reception whatever on radio. Mm-hmm. So, and I forgot what station. I had it on like a rock station, like a hard rock station. Yeah. And just fucking driving. And then it cut off, and I'm like, oh, it'll come back on. And that fucking song from the movie <laughs> Fallen, all of a sudden, time is on my side. Yes, it is. Oh, my. What? Nope. Fucking change it. That's all you can do is just change the station. <laughs> like, like, no. I know, how, I know this is how the movie starts. Like, I, 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 I don't, want, I don't like where this is going. Yeah. So I was like, nope. 
As I'm just gonna put a CD on. Have you ever done that though? When you change one station, it's the exact same song on the other station. It's yeah. so fucking annoying. I hate that. Yeah, I was hoping like, that wasn't gonna happen with that. It's only just the gun song. He changes it and turns it to another song. So I was like, you can out. run, but you can't hide. Yeah, I was like, no. I was like, nope. I was like, I can run. Oh, so uh, Chris, Chris, our fact checker, uh, sent us uh, a correction on uh, St. Peter. Ooh, nice. So he was actually uh, hung upside down or crucified upside down by his own request. Um, mm. So this was by Caesar. Um, so the the reason why he requested this is because he didn't felt he was unworthy to be killed in the same manner as Jesus. Uh, but so, yeah. but the thing yeah. is, people correlate like um, crucifixions with Jesus, but really that was just a, a way that the Romans punished. People. It was the modern hanging, or like, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, because before it. they really wouldn't drive like the the nails into their hands; they would just tie them up there. But for Jesus, they fucking drove them into. <laughs> They say it was his hands, but they say that realistically, it was like technically through his, his wrist. Yeah, his hands would be too weak, and it would just like rip open. Yeah, so, yeah, so they put it through the, the the wrist between the two bones in yeah. the middle that would support it. And Same the feet the, was like uh, like not, support. Yeah, yeah. Well, they like, had the support on the bottom. Yeah, which yeah. was kind of interesting because okay. it was Emperor Nero Augustus, and Emperor mm-hmm. Nero Augustus was a fucking dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was the. Um, well, most of these emperors were like. The, the, the entity they were talking about as the Antichrist. Well, no. Well, Emperor Nero himself, um, he t- took power I forget, mm-hmm. for uh, during a time of war and never gave up the power. <laughs> so he proclaimed himself as Rome's emperor and he just... Kept it. Kept it and he, like, did shit for himself mainly. Um, like, a lot of bits of Rome um, that today still, it's actually underground. Yeah. Like, um, because I forgot which emperor, because, um, the old portion of when Nero was in, in rule. Yeah. Okay. Um, in, in rule, um, uh, was burned to pretty much, there was a total civil war under, mm-hmm. uh, in the, during his rule. Yeah. Um, like portion of, I think one of his palaces or some shit is actually under the Colosseum. So yeah, yeah it's intense. So with that. Want to do our announcements really quick? Yeah, let's favors? do them real, real quick. All right, yeah. so... I'm going to do the... You do the shout-outs, I do the... Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, well, uh, let me throw this out real quick. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, through the success of uh, the movie It and just rated our horror, which I'm very happy to see, like, that movie went fucking deep. Oh, yeah. Well, just with the, the kid killing and all this. Like, it was a lot of things I didn't expect. So, um, for that success, I went ahead. Uh, it's been about a year since I released Laugh or Cry, The Circus of Woe um, nice. on Amazon as a digital book. Uh, that was five bucks before, but I released it now to 99 cents. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's going to be coming up. And then uh, expect around October 15th because I'm learning how to do five days where it's going to be free. Oh, nice. So that'll be a special thing for everybody listening here because I haven't re- announced that anywhere else. So, right, yeah. Cool. There you go, guys. Yeah. yeah. And also, if you also read that and you like it and you want to read uh, some more horror stuff, go to audibletrial.com slash rat house. Hell yeah. Uh, to get one month free and one free audiobook. So you guys can get any any audiobook that they have there. They have thousands of audiobooks that you can check out. Horror, fantasy, uh, autobiographies, whatever Everything. whatever you pretty much like. Just check it out. Most likely they will have it. Just picked up Stephen yeah. King's It. And it's, yeah, it's dark. Nice. Fucking worth it. It's good. <laughs> 18 hours. And yeah, that's my next step. Also, go to rathouse.net and click on the Geek Fuel banner for 30% off of your first box. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. To get everything you want. Not everything, but you get a lot. Of good, you get a lot of good nerdy stuff. Hey, you always, you always, always get a T-shirt happy. in there. You you get a bunch of little surprises, and it's like Christmas every month. Oh hell yeah, that's, that's like, better than. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's Yeah, while you're at uh, rathouse.net, 
go ahead and click on our hot topic link hot so topic. you can get <laughs> so you can get discounts on t-shirts you know socks funko socks. pops yeah dude girls love those uh crazy looking like they have the harry potter socks they have like uh the Alice in Wonderland socks. They have all sorts of I crazy design socks. socks. Yeah. They have all sorts of stuff like that. It's, it's awesome. Uh, Halloween's coming up, so oh, grab yeah. what you can now. Yeah. Uh, Pennywise uh, Funko is, is back in stock. So <laughs> snag one up before they're gone. Yeah, so okay. and, snag uh, is up too. So. And if you need a ride to, to to go pick up your stuff at the post office, uh, use our promo code RHP for first-time users. Ten rides, $5 off of Lyft. Hell Yeah. And then a special shout-outs go to fanboynation.com, Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, um, that hashtag show by, uh, via YouTube. Shane Gray Live. Shane Gray Live. Dan Fogler, 4D Experience. That one, too. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Radio Free Mandalore, uh, Everything Bagel Pod, and Rose Squadron Podcast. That hashtag show, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that hashtag show. All right, other than that, guys. Oh, and before we forget, since this is pretty much the ending of September, what we got coming up for next month? Uh, next month, we are going to do one episode based on Ouija boards. Yes. And stories about Ouija boards and people who have had crazy experiences and stuff. I got a cool um, And we are also going to be, our main focus is going to be haunted places. Yes. So it's not just going to be random haunted places. We're going to choose like haunted uh, hospitals, uh, haunted. The Winchester Like just house. houses, haunted facilities like any anything we're going to be focusing each episode on specific haunted things yeah there's on even a lady who places. made a house where it, there's there's rooms that go nowhere yeah the there's Winchester staircases Manor. that go yeah. nowhere yeah. yeah it's awesome so so you so. guys have any recommendations of certain places like or that? If you just want to say your your ghost story or yeah. haunted house story so let us know us we we really want to know man yeah so on youtube i'm not youtube well you can tell us on i was thinking of making a subreddit like that why don't you, dude? Yeah. You're, you're, you deal it's with Reddit fun. more than yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, but other than that, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So yeah. other than that, guys, see you next week. Oh, yeah. yeah, have a good one. Yep. Deuces. We love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah.